Welcome to the Fearless Mom Podcast. We're calling this season Own Your Happy as we dive into practical ways to make room for happy in our hearts and in our homes. The desire for happy is in the heart of every human, and the desire for our kids to be happy is most definitely in the heart of every single mom. Together this season, we're gonna embrace the responsibility to make room for happy in our lives. And we're gonna empower our kids to embrace the responsibility for their happy as well. We'll learn all about a fearless mindset, internal locus of control and resilience, what those words mean, why they're important for us to understand and how to equip our kids with all of them. We'll talk about laughter, of course, as well. It is our theme verse after all. Proverbs 31, 25. She is clothed with strength and dignity and she laughs without fear of the future. Hey guys, this is Julie Richard. I'm so glad that you're joining us today because we are continuing talking about culture, having a happy home culture. And we together embrace the responsibility to create the culture we want to have. And we know that the desire for happiness, the desire for happy is in the heart of every human. And the desire for our kids to be happy is in the heart of every mom. And so we're digging in because we're embracing that responsibility and we wanna make sure that we do everything within our power. We're gonna do our best to set our kids up for their best. So we're gonna be intentional and purposeful to create a culture of happy in our homes. That overall feeling of fondness and contentment and pleasure. So today we are talking about laughter and play. How can we add laughter and play into every day? Let's pray together and then we'll get going. God, I thank you so much for the gift of family for the gift of your word, for the gift of technology that connects us to one another, for the gift of community. I ask right now that you settle our hearts and minds and open our eyes and ears so we can see and hear what you want us to learn today. In Jesus' name, amen. Fearless Mom is a community of moms who's all trying to figure out this motherhood thing. We work hard to help moms to parent with courage and purpose and laughter. Yeah, we know it is hard. Parenting is sometimes lonely. It's exhausting. It is certainly overwhelming. And it is definitely a marathon, not a sprint. But we want to laugh along the way. Our theme verse, Proverbs 31, 25. She is clothed with strength and dignity, and she laughs without fear of the future. We like to say that we take parenting, we take motherhood seriously, but not ourselves. And we often share funny memes on our social media in an effort to remind moms, number one, you're not alone, and number two, let's laugh together along the way. Here are a few um, quotes that we've posted that have gotten a lot of love on Instagram. Here's this one. I love it. I hate when I'm waiting for my mom to make dinner, and then I realize that I'm the mom. 
Yep, that has definitely been me. How about this one? I let my kids follow their dreams unless I already paid the registration fee for their last dream. Then they follow that dream eight more weeks. And how about this one? Do you ever forget to hide your expression for a minute and then you're like, whoa, I did not mean to make that face out loud. Yes, she is clothed with strength and dignity and she laughs. And to be honest, sometimes we laugh to keep from crying, right? This parenting thing is not for the faint of heart. It's hard work. It's exhausting. It's overwhelming. It's lonely. All those things are true. But we can learn to laugh along the way. We can learn to enjoy it. And we hope that you can laugh along the way even if you're not feeling that way today. So even if you're not in a happy zone today, we want you to keep listening Because our prayer is that something lodges in your brain, and then when you need it, you can return to it. And when you're feeling a little better, you can implement it into your life. We know there are difficult seasons of parenting, difficult seasons of life. And we've said the happiest homes are those homes in which any feeling is okay to feel. We are not trying to cure depression or eliminate sadness. We know sadness, loneliness, disappointment, hurt, pain, it's all part of life. But we are going to be intentional to make room for happy in our hearts and in our homes, paying careful attention to our own work. What does it say in Galatians 6, 4, and 5? Pay careful attention to your own work, for then you will get the satisfaction of a job well done, and you won't need to compare yourself to anyone else, for we are each responsible for our own conduct. We are each responsible for creating the culture we want to have, and we want an overall culture that is happy. That feeling of contentment, pleasure, and fondness, that's what we are working toward. And a happy home is safe, simple, and silly. I'm going to say it again. A happy home is safe, physically safe, emotionally safe, spiritually safe, relationally safe, all of it. And simple, we have worked hard to create a life with boundaries based on our values. And silly, we have to incorporate laughter and play into our hearts and into our homes. It starts with creating that vision. And part of that vision is saying, okay, Maybe this comes naturally to our family. That's awesome. We can highlight it, work it in. Maybe you're listening and you're thinking, that's not our family's temperament or personality, and it hasn't been a part of our everyday life. Well, we want to encourage you. Every person, no matter what you've done before today, no matter your personality or temperament, no matter your kid's personality or temperament, you can add laughter and play into your marriage, your home, your workplace, your relationships, to every part of your life, and to healthy child development. We know that it's necessary for healthy child development. Research tells us that. And so we know kids need order and routine, but they also need laughter and play. Most of us gravitate to one or the other. You're either an order or routine person. You're thinking, I've got this part down, or you're a laughter and play. And you're like, oh, yeah, we laugh all the time. We are loosey-goosey around our house. The truth is our kids need both. And so no matter your drift, you can work to increase your capacity if it helps your children. We all are willing to do that work when we know that it helps our kids. What are the benefits of laughter? 
Good gracious, there's so much research out there about the benefits of laughter and play. I'm going to start by telling you, as someone who's been studying this for years and years, and I study a lot about discipline and about healthy homes and how to get kids to be tethered to the home, feel safe at home, feel part of the family, and laughter and play is a big part of that. When we talk about discipline, we always say, Healthy discipline is built on a foundation of trust, a foundation of love. So I'm going to tell you that laughter and play just builds trust in your home. And yes, I think it's pretty common sense thinking if you consider a home in which a child walks in and drops the backpack, takes a breath, I'm home, I'm safe, I like it here. It makes sense that that home would be one where people enjoy one another. People laugh together. They play together. They hang out together. And we know that the healthiest discipline is built on that foundation, that foundation of trust. And so if you're, you know, looking for, I want my child to do this, do that, obey more. I want my child to um, prioritize this, believe this, whatever it is, whatever you're trying to teach your kids, whatever stage you're in. You just know that it's built on a foundation of trust. And so that trust is built on a foundation of laughter and play. It is a huge part of discipline, a huge part of teaching and training our kids, a huge part of spiritual, emotional, relational, physical growth. It helps everything. What are some relational benefits? Studies show that people gravitate toward people who laugh more often. 91% of families who play games report that playing games together improves their mood. And families who play games together, the parents feel more satisfied with their family time. They feel more productive with their family time. Physical benefits of laughter. We know that it increases vascular blood flow and oxygenation of the blood. People who laugh heartily on a regular basis have a lower standing blood pressure. It reduces stress hormones like epinephrine and cortisol. It defends against respiratory infections. There's so much research, mental and cognitive. It improves alertness and creativity and memory, increases memory and learning, I love all these studies. I don't have time to go into them all. Guys, trust us. There are relational, physical, mental benefits of laughter. We know from scripture, Ecclesiastes 3, 4 says, there is a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance. No, we are not going to feel happy all the time. We are not going to laugh all the time. We welcome those times of weeping, the times of mourning, the times of disappointment, of loss, of hurt. We recognize those. And even in those times, though, we keep our hope for happy. We know that happy is coming. We know that sadness is a part of life. Disappointment is a part of life. Crying is a part of life. Mourning is a part of life. And we know, though, that we remain hopeful for happy because that is God's design and desire. The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come that they may have life and have it to the full, an abundant life, an overflowing life, a life better than we can imagine. And we believe that that life 
is happy and that life is full of laughter and play. When we come back, I'm going to hit on a couple of um, facts about emotional development and what kids need and then how we can incorporate some very practical ways, how we can incorporate laughter and play into our everyday lives. Moms, remember, we don't want to add to your already long to-do list. We just want to help you be intentional with what you're already doing. We want to give a special shout out to all of you who are part of Fearless Mom Groups. We have Fearless Mom Groups that meet in homes with just a handful of moms, and we have others up to 100 or 200 moms that meet in churches. If you're interested in starting a Fearless Mom Group in your area, we'd love to help you get started. Just shoot us an email at info at fearlessmom.com. That's I-N-F-O, info at fearlessmom.com. And we'd love to help you get started. Or maybe you're already part of a mom group, but you'd like to use the Fearless Mom curriculum. We can help you with that too. Reach out to us. We'd love to help you get started today. Thanks for helping us help as many moms as possible to enjoy this thing called motherhood. What do we know about play and emotional and social and cognitive development with kids? We know that play is how children learn and develop. Play is essential to healthy development. It's through play that children build connections, literal neural connections in their brains, as well as social connections with others and connections between cause and effect, risk and reward, and so much more. I love this quote from an article that I found. Play functions as the major means by which children, number one, develop interests and competencies. Number two, learn how to make decisions, solve problems, exert self-control, and follow rules. Number three, learn to regulate their emotions. Number four, make friends and learn to get along with others as equals. And number five, experience joy. Through all these effects, play promotes mental health. We also know, guys, that over the last, I don't know, half century, 50 years, let's say, in the United States and other developed nations, children's free play with other children has declined sharply. The amount of time that we allow for kids, that we provide for kids, that we encourage kids to just free play with other kids has declined drastically. And in the same time, anxiety, depression, feelings of helplessness, hopelessness, they've all increased sharply in children and adolescents and young adults. Now, is there a direct correlation? Guys, we can find correlations with with the lack of play, with the increase of social media and technology. There are all kinds of things. This is what we know to be true. Play is necessary for helpful development. Play has declined. Anxiety and depression have risen. Is this something we can control? Yes, it is. If we know that play is vital to healthy development and we want healthy development going on in our hearts and in our homes and our kids and families, then I'm going to do what I can. I'm going to create the culture I want to have. I'm going to provide for my kids opportunity to have free play. This is very different from organized play. 
This is free play where they make up the rules, where they have to exert self-control and regulate their emotions, where they have to negotiate with friends and navigate relationships and rules so that they can get along with others as equals, where they can physically develop, emotionally develop, socially develop, learn how to make decisions. This is free play. Very different, like I said. Now, yes, we're going to talk a little bit about board games and how important that is. That's a little bit more organized, but I'm not talking about what I want to differentiate between is organized sports, organized gymnastics, and free play. Whatever it is, organized, where adults are in charge and they're telling the kids what to do. That is helpful. And there's so many other lessons learned from those, but that's not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about recess, free play after school in the neighborhood, having friends over to play, going over to other friends' houses, going to a park and playing with friends. That is very different. Laughter, yes, important. We want to incorporate that whenever we can. And free play is significant. We want to incorporate that whenever we can. So what are we talking about? Say we don't want to add to your to-do list. We want to help you be intentional with what you're already doing. So how can we add laughter? Drive time, bath time, play time, meal time, family time, bedtime. Think about what you're already doing and try to increase your laughter level at those times. In the car, at the table, bedtime, whenever it is, how can we increase our laughter level? Maybe it is getting joke books or joke cards. Maybe it is listening to or reading funny books, singing out loud, singing together, playing tricks on one another, whatever it is, funny TV shows, adding laughter in what you're already doing. And when you're looking at your daily schedule and you're considering this, I also want you to think about how much time do my kids, how much time do I have time for free time, free play? You know, we have said that, you know, technology, we are living in a technology-saturated world. We're also living in a hyper-scheduled world. And hyper-scheduled world means less free time. So look at your calendar, look at your schedule and be intentional. Do we have free time to play? Do my kids have free time to play? And if not, what can I eliminate from our schedule so that they do? Laughter is huge. Free play is huge. And board games. You know, I'm I'm a big believer in family board games and family game night. Now, you know, I'm not saying that my husband was like, oh, I can't wait to play Candyland tonight when he got home from work. No, absolutely not. But he did see the value of it. So yes, he saw the value of free play. Our kids had a lot of free play in our neighborhood and their school was very, they put recess, they prioritized it, they put it up high on the list. And then laughter, we incorporated that everywhere we could at any chance we could and playing board games. Just a few things that kids learn from playing games together. I must take turns and share. Sometimes I win, sometimes I lose. I can be happy for someone else's success even when I feel sad or frustrated. I can show empathy and compassion for someone else's disappointment when I win. And here is a biggie learned from playing games. Life is not always fair. This is from playing games like 
Hi-Ho Cheerio. We played Candyland. We played card games. We played when they were very small. I tried to find games that, you know, Joe didn't always know what was going on, but he teamed up with me and we played Emily all the time. And then when Mac would come home, we would maybe do partner games. We played T-ball in the yard. We played basketball. We played dominoes, any games that we could, because again, we're building that foundation of trust on which we will base our discipline. Rules without relationship lead to resentment and rebellion, but rules with relationship lead to respect and responsibility. And that's what we want to do. And so, yeah, laughter is important. Free play is important and board games, playing games. It doesn't have to be board games, any kind of game, outside game, inside game. Our favorites, um, we play dominoes, spot it, spoons, wiffle ball, basketball. Guys, we we still play games. Our kids are adults. And I think this is a misnomer. We think we play games and we have free time when our kids are very young. But the reality is we played games with our kids and their friends through high school. We still play games. We still play dominoes. We still, the kids love to play all kinds of games with each other. Don't think that you outgrow it. I try to keep a couple of decks of cards just out so that, you know, if kids are over or if Mac and I are sitting there, we're like, let's play a a hand of cards. It just, again, it's not like we're going to drift into this extra time in our day. But if we recognize the need for it and we are committed to creating the culture we want to have, then we're going to be very aware throughout the day of opportunities to laugh, to have free time, and to play games. We're big believers, guys. Embrace the responsibility to create the culture you want to have. Do what you can when you can. Our homes will not always be happy and full of laughter, but we can make room for happy and increase our happy level and our laughter level whenever we can. So here's my challenge to you today. Sometime in the next, let's say 48 hours to 72 hours, sometime in the next 48 to 72 hours, Add a little fun to your family. Here are some ideas. Watch a funny movie or television show together. Read a funny book. Play a game. And I'm talking about a physical game, not necessarily with a device. You just need to play with other people. We played video games together when we were all playing together. That's different than playing individually. Play a board game, card game, a lawn game, a ball game, bowling, whatever it is, some kind of game with some fun competition. Sing out loud and dance to some great music. It's very hard not to smile, not to laugh when we're doing karaoke. Yes, our family also does family karaoke. Have a picnic, indoors or outdoors. Do any activity outdoors, walk, play, camp, read, bike, anything outside. And my last challenge, try something new. There's so many lessons learned from adventure. It's okay to fail. It's okay to look foolish as I learn. When I say adventure, I just mean doing something new. We can all do this, no matter where you are in your parenting journey. If you are expecting your first child or if you have five grandchildren, everyone can look at their calendars and say, okay, I'm going to be diligent today to add laughter some free play, and I'm going to play a game or two this week. 
We're going to add some laughter to our life, and we're going to make room for happy whenever and wherever we can. You can do this. We can do it together. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Fearless Mom Podcast. Through every conversation, every practical tool, and every moment we can point a mom to hope, we are so honored and grateful to share it with you. And if you're loving these conversations, let your friends know. Tell them about the Fearless Mom Podcast. It's the best way for moms to find out about our show. Also, we'd love it if you'd share a review or maybe leave us a rating wherever you listen to podcasts. And find us on Instagram at fearless underscore mom to stay up to date on all things Fearless Mom on all news and all events. We'll see you next time. And remember, Mom, you're not alone. We're all in this together.